Thank you for joining us this Friday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message today is called Hope for Christ's Coming. It comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 through 18, and 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. And I'll begin reading with verse 13. It says, Brothers, we do not want you to be ignorant about those who fall asleep, or to grieve like the rest of the men who have no hope. We believe that Jesus died, we believe Jesus rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's own word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left till the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with him, or with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. Now, brothers, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly, as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers, are not in darkness, so this so that the, this day should bring no surprise about a thief coming in the night. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are also asleep, but let us be alert and self-controlled. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer the wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other, just as, it is, just as in fact you are doing right now. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the hope of Christ coming again. But we live in a world today that, that, like the Israelites, they want to see you coming. They want to know that the Messiah will return. Lord, we think of the New Testament church and the church in Thessalonica and how they waited for you to come. Lord, they were looking for a date and a time. How much different is it from today when we have people predicting you're coming again? Lord, we live in this world where dates and times on a calendar mean something. But Lord, when you are coming again, you will come like the thief in the night. No man will know the hour or the, or the time. 
So Lord, be with us as we learn from this scripture in Thess Thessalonians chapter 4 and 5. We ask it in your name. Amen. Amen. So let's take a look at this. You know, there was a crisis that occurred in the Thessalonica church. One of their members had passed away. And since they had expected that all would be alive when Christ returned, they were kind of confused. You know, they were reading the, uh, listening to the message, but they were confused. They said, did this mean that the friend would miss out on Christ coming again? It was foretold he was coming. He was going to return. Had this person died because God was angry at them? People pass away every day. Doesn't mean God was angry at them. It doesn't mean they're going to miss his coming again either. It says, how much longer would it be for Christ to return? We don't know the date or the time as the writer tells us in chapter five. There was no need to put times and dates. If they had put that, then everybody would, would know they better be right before that time. You know, they know they could do whatever up until that time. But we don't know the hour or the time that the Lord will return. You know, maybe you have fears about what will happen when you pass away or when Christ returns. In this passage, Paul seeks to calm our fears. He wants to encourage us to look forward to the day that we will meet the Lord Jesus Christ, the hope of salvation, the hope of eternity. So let's take a look at this. Verse 13 in chapter 4 of 1 Thessalonians says, Brother, we do not want you to be ignorant about those who have fallen asleep or to grieve like the rest of the men who have no hope. You know, if a person is a Christian, you know, it is sad when we lose them. We're going to have sadness and we're going to have sorrow. But we also have the hope of them being in the, in the presence of the Lord. We know they're a Christian. We know they're going to be with the Lord. We don't need to grieve like the world grieves. The world, sometimes people grieve to the point that it's a heartache. And sure, it's going to be tough in our humanity. You know, I believe in the beginning when Adam and Eve was created, there was, there was no death. But they knew the difference between good and evil. And when death came into, death became a part, it was hard for humanity to conceive what death is. It's finality of the physical body, but the spiritual body will live on, whether in heaven or whether in hell. It's a stark reality. Now we do have the promise that Jesus died for you and I, just as the writer is telling us here. He died, he rose again, so we believe that God will bring, bring us with Jesus. All of us who have fallen asleep have passed away. It says, according to the Lord's own word, that's, he's talking about the Christians. The word of God tells us, says we, he, he will tell us, even if we're still alive, we still have that hope. 
of being there when the Lord calls us back home. It says, For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with a voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And after that, those who are still alive and are left will be called up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. We have a promise. Whether, we're, whether we've fallen asleep, passed away, or we're still alive when the Lord returns. Like I said, we don't know the day or the time. That's what the writer says here. He says, he said, uh, therefore be encouraged to one another with these words, the hope of eternity. That's the promise we have found in, in the word here, the hope of Christ returning. He says, he talked about the dates and times. And you know, many, many people have predicted the dates and times. The Lord will come on this day. The Lord will come at midnight or one minute after midnight on such and such a day. But scripture clearly says, no one will know the time or the dates. But it says, you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. The day meaning the light, meaning God, Jesus will come. He will come like a thief in the night. But people are saying peace and safety. But it tells us that destruction will come, such as labor pains on a pregnant woman. And they will not escape. There is a judgment. <clears throat> There's no turning to the right or left. It'll all be said and done. It says in verse 4 of chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians, But you brothers are not in darkness, so that the day should be a surprise to you like a thief in the night. It means the Lord's coming should not be a surprise for us because we should be looking and waiting and watching. Because we don't belong to the night or darkness. We don't live in sin. We don't, we're not separated from God. So there are going to be those that are going to be asleep. Their path has already been judged. Those that are going to live in the darkness, they can't change their course. They've all, once they're gone, they're gone. It's done. But it says, since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled. As we were talking about the armor of God uh, a day or so ago, it says here, it says, put on faith and love as the breastplate and the hope of salvation as the helmet. That's what it's all about. Faith in love in Jesus. And we have hope of salvation. That's our helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer the wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the hope we have today. It's not a tough message. It's very simple. He died for us so that whether we are awake, alive, or we're asleep, we've passed away, we may live together with him for eternity. 
Therefore, we are to encourage one another and build up each other. Man, if the church would do that today or fellow Christians would do that to one another, it would be an amazing world. We would reach this world for Jesus. Just like the writer's telling us and he's reminding the church in Thessalonica, he's telling them that they are encouraging one another. They're building up each other. So we have the promise. It's not whether we pass away before the Lord comes again or not. We know he's returning and he will come to take us home with him, whether we're, whether we're alive or we've passed away. Or another way of putting it, if we're awake or we're asleep. That's our hope today. Do you have that hope of Christ coming again? Do you expect him to come? If not, today can be that day. You should be expecting him. We don't know the hour or the day. It can be an hour from now, a week from now, five years from now, 20 years, 50 years. One day is a thousand years to, to God and a thousand years is to one day. So if we look at over 2,000 years, it could be two days in, in God's timing. But one day he's going to have enough and he's going to call us home. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you that we have the hope. We have a hope that's found in you. We believe that you rose from, that you died that you rose from the dead. We believe that, that we will be with Jesus one day. Those that are asleep and those that are awake, we have that hope. Lord, we have the hope that we no longer walk in darkness. We are sons and daughters of the light, sons and daughters of the day. We don't belong to night anymore or even the darkness. Lord, help us to be alert. Help us to have self-control. There's so much in the world that can gather our attention and try to get us astray. There's so much being preached today that is false. Many don't expect you to come again. They just think it's a good story. And I'm happy that Paul wrote this, this first Thessalonica chapter 4 and chapter 5 as a reminder to us. The hope is found in the coming of Christ. He died for us that whether we're awake or asleep, we will live with him together forever and ever and ever. That's our hope. Lord, we pray for those that are living in darkness, those that belong to the night. We pray, Lord, that the light will come into their world. The light will shine in the most darkest of places in people's lives. Their eyes will be open, their ears will be unstuck, and they will hear the word of God. because you are the hope of salvation today. 
and that's done through a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You died, you rose again, and you give us the hope of eternity. You give these people that don't know you as their personal Savior the hope. You extend an invitation. And we pray somehow, some way, that someone can come across someone's path and they can share the Word of God with them, that they can hear your voice loud and clear. Because one day, there's going to be a loud command from heaven, a voice of an archangel with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And all of us who are alive will, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. We have that hope. We will be with the Lord forever and ever. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us on Friday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And we look forward to joining you on Monday with a new message of hope and encouragement. Have a good weekend. God bless. Be safe. Pastor Doug Solomon.